Whether considered a pastime or a profession, tennis is a passion. Welcome to the podcast that reaches beyond the net and outside the court. Through in-depth conversations with the players, pundits, newsmakers and innovators who make the sport their ultimate pursuit. Much like you, people who believe tennis is life. A glorious day in Waikiki at the end of 2022 to see the Waikiki Cup. From the Outrigger Reef Waikiki Beach Resort in Honolulu, we're happy to bring Tennis is Life on the Road. Kevin Skinner, Jared Karsten, happy to be joined by the Waikiki Cup Honorary Chair Umpire for Mixed Doubles. And also a pretty good tennis player in his own right, Kay Nishikori. Welcome, Kay. Thank you. Listen, Kay, let's get to it. Are we looking at a second career after your time in the chair today working the Mixed Doubles (laughs) match? Do you feel as that might be your calling when you finally hang up your racket? No, I don't think so, because I didn't know what to say. Um, I don't even know how to count, so I don't think that's going to be my job, second job. Jared, when he did the coin toss, and, he, and believe me, he's done thousands of coin toss, he actually threw the coin in the air and then caught it. And I think placed it however he felt in that particular moment. Controversy right from the start. Without question. More controversial than Harry and Meghan right now on their Netflix special, because Coco took exception to it. But anyway, things got underway. You did a fine job. If you think that's going to be something you want to pursue, by all means, you have our support. Okay. But let's talk about tennis. And 2022, there was not a lot of it. In fact, you weren't able to play any matches this year. The question on everybody's mind as we look to the new year is, how are you feeling? How is the body? And when? If soon, hopefully, when do you expect to be back on court? Um, my body is not too bad. I sprained my ankle two months ago, and it's still bothering me, so I'm still doing rehab. I'm trying new things, and it's on and off, so I still don't know when I can come back, but hopefully I enter the Delray Beach. That's in February, um, near, near from my house, actually. And... Um, yeah, that's what I'm aiming for, but I still don't know when I can come back. Delray Beach, just a little bit north of Fort Lauderdale, but in Florida, not far from where you live in yep. central Florida. So an easy ride, but being able to get ready for that, it had to have been very frustrating this year. It's an anomaly. You've had injuries before, but to miss a whole season and not play a single tour-level match, how did you deal with the time off, and, and how did you battle the fact that it was probably you're something you weren't accustomed to, and it probably got you down at times? Yeah, it was the toughest year, I think, in my life. Um, couldn't play any tournaments this year, not, not one. I almost came back. My, I had a hip surgery in February, and I almost came back around August or September. Then I twisted Michael, and uh, I couldn't come back. So it's just, yeah, just tough, tough year. I couldn't play tennis match and I was only watching the game so that, that was the toughest moment. What did you do Kay to keep your spirits up? What Were you into something else that kind of got you through the day? As you're saying it was the toughest year of your life. What kept you positive to get through it? I think my baby uh, helped me a lot because I, I, I was able to spend time with my family, my baby and he's a uh, He's one years old, so, you know, it was kind of fun to be around with him. Because um, uh, if I'm playing, you know, I'm all the time on the tour and I won't able to stay home. So, I mean, positive way, you know, it was, it was good to spend time with my family. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a rarefied gift for you in many ways because you're usually in and out of town repacking your suitcase. And out. To be yeah. able to see that much change in a year, the growth of your child, a miss, something of a blessing, a silver lining of sorts. Yeah, it's very quick. Um, he, yeah, it changes every moment, every week, every day. It changes. So it's it's really fun to 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 be with him, and I think the, the family really keep me going. You know, sometimes I was really down because uh, I couldn't play. I couldn't even practice on a court for maybe two months. And I was just doing gym every day for two months, and I was getting crazy and down and very negative. But I think, uh, yeah, my family keep uh, keep me like awake, and um, yeah, really helped me. Well, that's a uh, an incredible insight, uh, Cave, and and thank you for sharing and letting us kind of into your your personal life on that part. Because we'll kind of know what got you through in this past year, and then as you get back out on the court, you think you'll you'll be able to use that those same memories and, and time spent with uh, with your child and your family to push you to the next level to get back out there. Yeah, for sure. I think this this time will really help me enjoy a little more tennis, being on the court, and a little more appreciated uh, being healthy. But you know, the first of all, I gotta be healthy again and able to play come back soon and that's going to be my goal next year yeah and the other idea of you being at home so much and being around is tennis has been the predominant piece to your life since you can probably remember do you step away when you're in a position that you were over the course this year or do you keep an eye on tennis were you up to date were you watching matches uh, it's on and off. You know, sometimes I don't like to watch because if I watch, I really want to play on the. I really want to play again. So, you know, I was try not to watch sometimes, but at the same time, I have to watch the game because I have to my mental keep going and I gotta, you know, scout a little bit. You know, some new guys are coming up. You know, like uh, Jensen today, he really did well this year, and you know, new champion Arukaras. You know. Um, coming now so you know I gotta keep checking but uh, yeah it was on and off actually okay you know you're talking about watching some of the new guys up is there somebody on tour that you get to watch on TV or maybe that you've seen in person that gets you excited to go out and compete again like you I want to face that guy this year in the finals or the next time you're in the finals of the next big tournament I will say Arukaras uh, because he's like something new he's a little bit like Lady Nadal, but a little bit different because he hits, he can hit flat. He he comes in a lot and uh, he has good touch. He has almost everything, but really powerful. It's almost like he's the best player in the world at the moment. Yeah. He, <laughs> oh he wait, makes every yeah, he ball. is number one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Only with K on the sideline for yes. the moment. So I think that's something I'm looking forward to play. Yeah, and there's undoubtedly there's lots of challenges you're looking forward to. Speaking of that, what are the things that you think once you get out, start swinging the racket again? Yeah. What are you expecting to be the biggest challenge of all before you can ascend to the level you're accustomed to? Well, for sure, I will struggle because I was out for more than one year now, and uh, I'm losing my game for sure. And First of all, I gotta, you know, get back on the court and get get my rhythm going and uh, yeah, playing point practice and playing points is really different. So I gotta get used to just playing 
a lot of challenges for sure and uh, hope I can come back to the to the tour soon. Yeah, when we talk about that, you conferring with your team, talking about how your expectations, you have to keep them tempered somewhat. Has there been discussion already about where it is you want to be at a certain time? Are you looking to you know, be at a certain place by mid-year? Uh, not really. We haven't discussed any goal because uh, I was out for one year now. So, And especially I don't know when I can come back. So I still don't know what my goals are. But... Uh, Let's say, you know, come back to top 100 is my first goal because I have zero ranking, zero points. So I think that's going to be my first goal. Winning a couple challenges would be great. You know, that's going to keep my confidence going. And, uh, yeah, I think that's going to be my plan. Well, let's turn the attention just a little different in being here in Honolulu and returning to Hawaii, where you've been many times. Yep. When you arrive, it's big news. People take notice. Uh, a lot of people travel from Japan to come here for tourism in general, but when they hear you're in town, it's a big to-do. You're a rock star of sorts from the tennis no. world. Is Your experience here is, does it have a little bit of a sense, a feel of home from Japan? Yeah, I guess so, because... Uh, you see many Japanese here and uh, many Japanese restaurants, Japanese signs, and uh, yeah, Japanese loves here because you know, great weather, great beach, also good mountain too, um, great holiday. Um, yeah, I think came here maybe five, six times already, so many times. Uh, I always enjoy being here. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because I'm thinking about what Jared asked you and the other participants here at the Waikiki Cup about what you were looking forward most to if you had to compare between the two, between beach and mountains. You went off the charts and said shopping. That's your biggest <laughs> joy when you come to Hawaii. Yeah, um, I like both, actually. Beach, I don't swim a lot, but uh, yeah, I like to spend beach and also mountain too, but most enjoyable for me is the shopping here. Um, they have many shops, many uh, great malls, you know, biggest mall here, Aramoana Mall. That's something I like to, to go. Now, when you arrive in Hawaii, do you bring an empty suitcase or do you just buy one here and then fill it up with all the... Yeah, we'll buy two more suitcases before I leave. That's terrific. Uh, let's, again, talk about just a, about the appeal and, and the feel back home. You're going to go back to Japan for a couple of weeks. That's when you yeah. truly get immersed in the culture where you are a superstar, and rightfully so. You've been that way for more than a decade now. How much time do you get to spend in Japan over the course of a year? Obviously, a normal year, you're traveling a lot for tours and stuff. But do you get a chance to go back home and enjoy the spoils of being in Japan? Uh, this year I did a lot because I did uh, a lot of time with Lehav uh, in Japan but when I'm healthy only less than one month I would say, two weeks off season uh, Japan Open one week some Davis Cup if I play so usually one month then my home my second home is Florida so that's most of the time I spend my, my time there and keeping it on the local tip, Jared is very intrigued by this question, which will be, you expressed something of an interest in taking up surfing at some point. Now, how legitimate are you going to pursue this? Are you going to go out and get a big gun and try to ride the waves on the North Shore? I'm really a bit afraid to, to do surfing. I haven't done before, um, but I, 
If I go, yeah, I would go here in Honolulu. Smart. Waikiki, a little better, more approachable waves, right, Jaren? Uh, right out here, especially in front of the Outrigger Reef where we're, we're holding this podcast to get one of the most beautiful breaks, one of the most beautiful breaks uh, in Waikiki. Yes. And so if you were to do it, grab a board, you're right here. Okay. <laughs> now you know. Well, we know that you've kept an eye, at least a side eye, on the tour the last year since you've been away. So give us your thoughts on what you expect from 2023. As we obviously know that Novak's going to be trying to make his mark and take another Australian Open. You mentioned yeah. Alcaraz. Yeah. Rafa had a terrific season, as well as the young crew coming up. And a lot of Americans in the mix. What are your thoughts on what the season will hold? Oh, yeah. I feel like uh, this year changed a lot. You know, um, maybe three, four years ago, you know, everybody was saying uh, newcomer is coming, but still the top four was always there. Novak, Lafa, I mean, Lojo retired, but... Uh, you know, they were always there, but this year really changed. Uh, Arukaras, um, Rude, some 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 new guys, you know, came up to top 10. And also Amer- many Americans did really well this year. So it's really interesting uh, next year. I'm, I'm pretty sure Rafa and Novak still be top three, top five. And, um, yeah, interesting to see what uh, the young guns uh, will do next year. Along with those things that are going to be pushing you for the next year, do you still love it? Do you love tennis? Are you looking forward to that fight back? Are you loving? Are you looking forward to being back to where you want to be? Do you still love it? Yeah, it's almost weird that I still love tennis, and it's it's keep keep going. Uh, it's never. I felt like uh, um, I want to quit, so you know I. Even during the tough times of this year, did you ever think that, you know, maybe it's just not right for me to go back? Maybe it's almost time for me to hang things up and I mean, move I, on? I felt uh, because my body was not recovering well, and uh, I felt a little bit that way, but I still love tennis, and I still want to to get better, you know. Every, every year, I keep loving my tennis and, uh, yeah, have a lot of motivation to come back. Every year you've spent the year healthy, you've done extremely well. So I know the second that you're feeling good on the tennis court, the results follow. That's going to be my goal. Uh, Yeah, staying healthy and come back as soon as I can. Before we let you go, uh, we again appreciate the insight into both the the physical and the mental aspect of what you've had to endure and the perspective that you've gained from this long layoff, the longest of your career. I wonder if you gave any thought, and if not, maybe just off the cuff here, as to what you want your ultimate legacy in the game to be obviously a great player from japan one of the top mm-hmm. players to have played the game and reach a major final what is it that you hope to leave as your mark on the sport of tennis in the end um well i just want to try to do my best and i think result comes after after that so i just try focus what i can do every day every each hour uh training tennis practice and also you know resting same time you know and yeah i try to do whatever i can do here you know every day and i think result will come 
very pragmatic approach, very in the moment, which is a part of Japanese culture as well as obviously you've embraced that. And so not looking too far ahead. But I'll tell you, yeah. speaking for at least a few tennis fans out there, maybe perhaps Jared, we look forward to having you back on tour, competing, shaking things up against the elite players, and perhaps accomplishing the goals that you have left to do on your list. So. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, good luck to you. And, and coming back in 2023, hope it's in Delray Beach early. That'll be in February. Yeah. And get things started once again. Thank so, you. Uh, arigato goizemashita for Ooh, coming good. out. Arigato. Arigato. Thank you, Kei Nishikori. So, great to have Kay with us. Again, honorary chair umpire here at Mixed Doubles, but we look forward to having him back on the court soon in the 2023 season. Tennis is Life is produced by Ben Goldsmith in association with KM Sports Entertainment and Seeking Productions. Executive producer is Kyla Goldsmith. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to our podcast and leave a review on your favourite platform. You can follow us on social media on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Waikiki Cup or visit WaikikiCup.com. Questions and comments are welcome and can be sent to tennisislifegroup at gmail.com which is appropriate, wouldn't you say? After all, tennis is life.